Yo, what's good, YouTubes? This is your boy, the NYC. It's me, Ray. And this is the EDCCP, that is the Everyday City Carry Podcast. I've got a special one coming up right now, not just because Robbie is doing the intro, right? Even though he was just sleeping and I just picked him up and he probably doesn't like this, but because Kelly is the guest for today's episode. Enjoy. Yeah, so what's up, man? Thanks for doing this. My my, my fiancé now, right? <laughs> How's it going, guys? We got Kelly on the podcast today. And uh, we've got some questions from some of the homies on Instagram. No one answered the call. No one answered the call on YouTube when I made a community post. <laughs> I know I don't do that that much, but on Instagram, the questions kept the coming. So what's up, Kelly? What's been going on with you? How is this coronavirus coronavirus affecting you and your job right now um it's going so everything is on hold everything's on hold except fitness fitness is never on hold so we're uh (laughs) doing our at-home workouts and i'm trying to keep people motivated so they come back to see me after this is done which is hopefully going to be sooner rather than later uh, so uh, you you have some interesting stuff going on where you give people like workouts from home, right? And uh, one of the cool things that you told me was you really didn't want to charge like for that at first, right? Yeah, I think that it's kind of um, dishonest to take people's money at this time when nobody really knows where their money's coming from. At least like charge the full amount would be kind of fucked up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you need money too, you know, like, yo, we need to eat too, you know what I'm saying? Well, if, I mean, starting off, and these are my paying clients, so yeah. this isn't like um, that something that I'm doing for everybody. This is just for people who have paid me and have been with me for a few months. So those are the people that I've kind of given a um, running start for, but it's something that I'm thinking about helping other people out if it's something that's in demand. So... You know, we've been playing Borderlands 3 a lot lately. Uh, That's kind of like the first video game that you've ever really got into, aside from Left 4 Dead, but you're more into this one, right? Like, how do you feel about it so far? Well, Left 4 Dead was different, because I used to play it um, live, and it was with um, one of my really good girlfriends in college. Left 4 Dead, I'm going to just cut you off just to let people know what it is. Left 4 Dead was a game where you play with... uh, up to four people and you're fighting off like zombie hordes like some walking dead situation right so it's similar to borderlands 3 because you're still you know in a group of four and you're still shooting things (laughs) so no it was really cool uh I, i talked about this on a podcast before where i said that if you were a guy that plays video games you need to experience having your girl be into the same game as you and you not forcing that game on them because you literally ask me to play like you know what I mean I don't have to be like yo let's play Borderlands you're like okay let's play Borderlands right now I'm like um what time is it it's um Borderlands time yeah you didn't even want to do this podcast like you wanted to play Borderlands instead um okay well that's not fair because it's not (laughs) like I was like you know what I really don't want to do is the podcast I was just like you know it'd be a lot of fun Borderlands I have been trying to get you on the podcast for like 
I want to say three weeks to a month. I yeah. kept saying, oh, I'm going to try to have Kelly on. You know, you guys like it when Kelly are on. For, for some reason, people like our, um, you know, uh, video chemistry. I mean, I, I don't know why. When I'm editing any of the videos we're in together, like even the hot one, the sharp ones episode, um, the other podcast that we did, I'm like, who the fuck is going to watch this? But that's like <laughs> some of the favorites is, is seeing us interact together, man. Right. Um, we watched that movie Birds of Prey and it kind of like... Uh, for me, I mean, you thought that I was going to think that, like, I wasn't going to like it, right? Okay. Because of the whole, right. like, too much SJW, like, um, too much, like, women movement kind of, you know, feminism kind of thing in it. But I like the movie. Uh, sadly, I found out later, because I'm not a big Birds of Prey fan. I don't read a lot of those DC characters. So Cassandra Crane, the little girl that was in it, it was like this chubby, like Asian girl. Which, first of all, I thought like she did not do a great job like acting that role out I for me. She was good. She was cute. Nah, man. Nah, man. You know you got to rep the Asians a little bit better, yo. <laughs> Just play. No, but in the comics, Cassandra Kane is actually one of the greatest fighters in the DC universe, and a lot of the hardcore comic book enthusiasts were upset that she was like this little girl, like hiding from the bad guys right. when she could have taken them all out herself. You know, so I can see why the movie kind of got a bad rap. I still enjoyed it overall because, like, Margot Robbie can do no wrong. You know what I mean? Ever. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it? Uh, you know, overall, I just think that DC misses the mark a lot. They had a really powerhouse female cast that could have just owned it. Mm-hmm. And I felt that the story was a little bland yeah. I guess you could say the story was a little bland and I mean it's fun to watch like you said Margot Robbie I'll watch her in two hours just looking back at the camera I don't care I just love her yeah um, but you know when you get this powerhouse and you get these Marvel or Marvel and DC and all yeah. these superhero women you want to see them just kick ass and take names you yeah. know well they did that in the sh- in the movie I think really well they right? did it sometimes it yeah. was again it was a slow build I felt like the um, so it was so you this, thought it was too much talking well or something, it or? was follow up to Suicide Squad right yeah. so you have Suicide Squad where they really show how Harley Quinn became Harley Quinn and her love for the Joker and then after this breakup all of a sudden she was just kind of meh. I don't know. She was just, and it took her a while to even get back into like this amazing fighting. So, you know, I think that for me, it kind of was a slow build. Um, Did they eventually get to it? Yes. But was it as epic as I wanted it to be? Wouldn't it have been like crazier if like Cassandra Kane was this ill fighter? Yeah. And then they had this extra person who like defeated so many people in the DC universe. I mean, a, a lot of the reviews that I watched were like, why did they even have to put that little girl in right. it because they can't even say like that that was Cassandra Kane when she was a little kid because even as a little kid she was already being trained by like Lady Shiva and all these like really like strong martial arts people in DC like some of the best fighters so it's kind of like what right. the fuck right I mean that little girl could have been anybody they should have just named her like I don't know man like Ling Chen or some shit that's fucked up I knew you were gonna say that shit I was like he's gonna say something I'm Asian I could do that you know I'm Asian yo <laughs> that's rude so we went to BJ's the other day man to, to kind of backtrack on the corona thing a little bit um how are you feeling about it? Are you anxious about what's going on? You've been stuck in the house with me since Monday, basically. Right. And, um, you know, we kind of just been hanging out. I 
I am a real nerd, so I am accustomed to staying home. I can stay home for the rest of my life. I stand you know? at the window and stare outside and daydream <laughs> of being outdoors. <laughs> you know that, that is, uh, that's my, pr- I'm, I get cooped up and the first thing that I do is watch like house hunters <laughs> on, on the beach, like beachfront <laughs> bargain hunt. This is our morning ritual, right? <laughs> I wake up, I listen to my podcast or whatever, like Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon, if you guys don't, uh, listen to any of his podcasts you should he, he's like covering a lot of corona stuff but he's making it like funny not right. making fun of the facts but kind of like just you know taking a stab at like society the way it's like Seven. reacting to this right. pandemic Absolutely. but he is giving actual facts though which I find super interesting about the guy I listen to that stuff every day she watches house hunters like right away <laughs> I put on my headphones I put on house she hunters, blocks out the and corona. it's always like, a beach thing because in <laughs> like in my perfect world one day I will live by the water I don't care what type no. of water really I just love the sound of water everyday sand carry that's gonna be me like soon or some shit you know in my perfect world it will be yeah but we'll be just as wonderful there as we will be here. <laughs> just outdoors. Maybe I'll be a little tanner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. man. So, like, I, you know, how are you feeling about it, like, being indoors and stuff? I do okay. You have to remember, I did this for nine months last year. That's true, because so of her foot me, surgery. So, for me, I had foot surgery last year, and I couldn't do anything. It took me, like, two hours to make one meal just because I was on <laughs> one foot. So, now I'm, like... This isn't a big change for me. Besides, now I can walk, and that's a lovely thing to add to it. So I remember when right. you were getting surgery, when you had yeah. surgery, right? And I would come home, and like I'm the first person you saw like all day. It's so different the way you greet me now. Back then, it was like, honey, you're home. It was like how a dog greets you. Like, you know, they're like just always happy to see you. Like, Tail wagging. Like, like, yeah. Now it's just like, hey, I've never go say hi to your you. father. Robbie, Frankie, those are our cats. Go say hi to your dad. Dad's home. (laughs) I don't ever greet you like that. Ever. (laughs) Maybe that's just how I see it in my head. What's so funny is is that, um, so the setup for that is when you come in, you don't take your headphones off. So I could actually be talking to you. You won't respond to me at all. But you will greet both of the cats, walk past me, kind of give a head nod, and then go into the bedroom to change. Because they don't talk to me. So I'm like, hey, how was your day? You look nice. Where you, like I got dinner ready. It's gonna be ready in ten minutes, and you're like, mm. I'm like this. Because mm. look, like when I come home, right? First of all, I don't sit on the train, right? So I have over an hour ride to get home, and I run up all the stairs that I can, right? Like no matter what, that's kind of like I just I just add to the cardio. It's preparation for a zombie apocalypse, right? You know, I yeah. I do that. That's just my <laughs> my routine every day. So every when day. I get home, I'm like maybe a little out of breath. I'm carrying a, a bag with me. You know, I just stood for over an hour, so I want to get home, take all my clothes off, and get dressed. And so the cats, I just say, like, what up? You know, give them, like, pats and stuff. And, like, they don't really reciprocate, like, anything. They greet you at the door. That's yeah. reciprocation. And But they don't talk to me. I don't have to think about what to tell them. As soon as I say anything, he's like, oh, God, here goes 20 You know, questions. and then I, I probably have to pee, too, so I want to do that first. The 20 yeah. questions, yes. Here's you know, 20 questions. the 20 questions. You know what? That's funny. Let's, let's get into that. Speaking of questions. I um, put out a call onto 
onto uh, Instagram and YouTube. YouTube fans, you guys didn't say anything um, or I didn't check it before we recorded this. <laughs> but I do have a few questions here. I asked people if they had any questions for Kelly since we are doing a podcast tonight. Uh, this one comes from, I hope I don't butcher any of these names, uh, Carlos Beltran R. What's your favorite go-to meal while staying in? You can go first and I'll go with mine. My go-to is always the same. It's always fried chicken in the air fryer, <laughs> homemade potato chips, and spicy mayo. Is that what we're having tonight? Uh, maybe. It depends. On how long this, on podcast, how long this goes. podcast goes. Chips uh, take a long time to make. They do. And she makes the bomb chips. Yo, That's maybe. what got me. You know, when she asked me to, to marry her, <laughs> I was like, I can have those chips for the rest of my life, yo. It chips with been, a dip, It would have been far more romantic if I had stuck a ring in the, in the chips. Ch- oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. I have I my ring on this. right now, actually. I'm pretty sure she doesn't. I don't. But, um, so my favorite meal... Uh, I, you know, I come from a third world country, so things like spam and corned beef is just normal. Which to have. I had for the first time you know, this week, both. Filipino meals consist of a salty meat, rice, and like maybe egg or something. You mm-hmm. know, like pretty not too expensive stuff. So, like, I made uh, canned corned beef for Kelly with some brown rice and some yeah. sunny side up eggs, and I, I love that. You know, that's an easy meal. Um, one can of corned <laughs> beef has like 800 milligrams yes, of yes, sodium. It <laughs> it's a lot. But that is an easy meal. Very quick. I'm, I'm ne- I never get tired of it, man. And, and expand eggs and rice is like another one, you know, uh, for this corona sort of uh, routine we got going on. Scott Bilgore asks... Uh, what it's what is it like to have a relationship with someone shorter than you? Now I, I I think that he didn't realize that you were shorter than me. So this you may have to go into a past relationship for this. Did you ever go out with anyone shorter than you, or like never? So I have a, a story about actually okay. like my first okay. blind date in New York. Okay, go ahead. All right, so I went on this blind date in New York, and um, I got to this bar. I had no idea where it was, and it was um, out of my way. All right, and so I get to this bar, and I sit down. It's a really quaint little bar. has a little candle, like tea, you know, on the table, the tea light candles. There you go. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there and waiting, and all of a sudden the door opens, and this is in the fall, and it's dark outside, and there's a street light, and this almost Peter Pan shadow comes straight in past my table. And I look at it, and I think, holy God, that looks like Peter Pan, right? And then as this person walks into the bar, the shadow gets smaller and smaller and smaller until a guy who is my size walks into the bar. And then he sees me and comes over and I realize, oh my God, that is my date. We're the same height. Now, I'm 4'11". All right. Now, to make matters worse... Okay. To make matters worse, he was wearing fingerless gloves, and this killed it for me because now I can never look at fingerless gloves the same way. And the reason is, is that he was very arrogant, and he talked about himself a lot, and he was tired from his day at work, so he talked to me with his eyes closed half the date, and he's waving his hand, and I kept getting this whisk of vinegar, and I'm like, does his glove smell like vinegar? And then I realized he was over top of vinegar that was on the table and he was wafting the smell to me so needless to say the the date finished and he walked me to the train and he like I said he was very egotistical in my mind I'm smiling because I'm singing the lollipop guild song because I'm thinking of how funny we look walking down the street yeah he's shorter than you he was my height oh exact my height we get to the train and he 
turns to give me a hug and I refuse no kissing. Like was no, he over eighteen? This <laughs> dude was it was so bad. He gives me a hug. I had to bend over so he could put wow. his arms over my shoulders. Right. And so this is how bad he was um ego wise. He texted me when I got home and said, I could tell that you really liked me. Wow, that's not what you want to do. Take note, guys. And it was so funny because I realized I did smile the whole time, but it was because I was laughing that our height was the exact same height. And that had never happened to me before. So that was the best story that I have. Did not date him (laughs) beyond that, in case anybody's wondering. Uh, This next question is from JT's Knife Life. Uh, By the way, guys, JT and I are going to do a podcast next week because he hit up your boy on Instagram and he was like, hey, man, I've been getting a lot of like comments and emails and messages saying I should do your podcast. (laughs) We did it, guys. We freaking did it. So JT asks, I'm sort of curious how much she actually likes knives and if she just tolerates always being on your Instagram or if she actually likes it. I used to think she didn't care for it, but more and more she seems to be on there willingly. Interesting. Okay. So let's start with the first one. First How one. much do you actually like knives? Do I like knives? Yeah. Well, let's um, let's be honest about it. It's kind of like when you like something, but you know nothing about it. Except knives, I typically cut myself on. So <laughs> I, am, I like the aesthetic side of some of these knives, especially when they get into these cool colors or they have really interesting shapes or designs on it. Um, but I don't know anything about knives other than the pointy end goes towards someone who's trying to hurt you. <laughs> See, so, she's one of those people. She thinks knives are for killing. No, no, didn't say killing. I said self-defense. There is a big difference. And when you're from the we South, just cut boxes that's not, here. you know, well, you cut boxes we cut down boxes. South. You gut fish. You, you know, you like clean things with it. There's a lot of hunting knives. Yeah. Right. So I'm from the South, which normally knives are for form of either hunting or self-defense. It's one or the other. So I don't really know anything about it. And I'm sorry if that offends anybody (laughs) because uh, I don't not like them. I just am a klutz and I'm I'm more likely to hurt myself than I am Do you think they're uh, cool? I think they're great. I love watching people flick them and they know all these specs about them and I'm not a spec spurt as my boy would say. <laughs> Dude, that, I hope that catch on, catches on. <laughs> Gonna get t-shirts. I'm not okay. a spec spurt. Not That'll a spec be dope. Uh, this next question. Hold on, wait. He had oh. another part. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. JT. <laughs> See, she keeps me on point. That's why we're a good team. Um, she Does she just tolerate you always being on Instagram or do you actually like it? He thinks that in the beginning you were kind of not too into it, but now you're more and more, uh, you know, uh, you seem more and more willing to do these uh, Instagram videos and, and yeah. YouTube videos with me. So how do you feel about that? Well, it was weird for me at first because I didn't know, I didn't do a lot of, of social media. Like Facebook is filled with my family and my family Facebook stalks me. And so I, uh, you know, I just stopped doing social media a lot. And then... I met you and you wanted to put me on everything and, you know, I had to get used to it. So, yeah, I would say that it's been a process. I don't mind it very much anymore. In fact, now I'm kind of like when we go out on Saturdays because you do so much social media throughout the week. Yeah. Saturdays, you're like, no, it's just for us. And I'm like, yeah, no, let's take some video. Let's sometimes, do some things. Sometimes yeah. I do it, but I think recently... I try not to do as much on Saturday or the right. day that we're hanging out because I kind of just 
You know, that's the thing, man. Uh, for all you uh, YouTubers out there, uh, uh, it just basically, like, takes over your life, man. Yeah, there you has know? to be a balance. Yeah, like, I am constantly thinking about, is this is this thing that is happening at this moment going to make a good piece of content for any of the various, you know, pieces of social media that I'm on? Like, oh, the right. cat is doing something silly. Like, I'm going to make a TikTok right now. Or, like, um, you know, this situation is funny. Like, I'm going to tweet about it you know what I mean or or this is a good Instagram live since people like to see what we're doing on our dates like I have uh, like a couple that just follows us when you know when we would post on Saturdays a yeah. lot he would just be like, oh we love watching your dates it reminds us of, of like how we were when we were younger and I'm like right. damn that's crazy you know that's powerful powerful stuff but I try to keep Saturdays just uh, just for us now since you deal with me just going hardcore for the rest of the week you know well and I mean I don't mind the one thing that I do like about social media is that we can like you have those memories to go back to exactly like, you know you get to go back and go oh remember when we ate at this restaurant that restaurant was great let's go back there or we're mm-hmm. like, oh, that was such a weird time. You know, we have videos from when I was on crutches yeah. and we're both like, oh man, but we still went out and did things, but yeah. one block was so exhausting. <laughs> and I have videos on like my GoPro of me on crutches, like people giving me weird looks, like why is this girl out on crutches? <laughs> All the city shots <laughs> are like shot inside the car, right? right? All like, the city you know, shots we can never the walk, car, yeah. you know? But yeah. definitely expect more of us like doing stuff like in the summer we're going to be walking more we actually walked like four miles just two weeks ago before everything really really shut down right and we didn't break a sweat man like we could have walked more yeah we we actually made the mistake of starting too far in the middle of the (laughs) island so we were walking like from the middle up and we kind of ran out of space to walk so um, yeah that was what ended our walk that day so so this is going to be kind of like yeah this is going to get juicy right now bro all right, let's and ready. you know, of course, it comes from a lot of people's favorites, Super Steel Steve. Uh, you know, maybe you should do a podcast with me, bro, like a super dirty podcast, because I've watched some of your videos, and the dude is is crazier than me. He's hilarious, though. Uh, super Steel Steve on YouTube, Chef Kalari on Instagram. He asks, "Where is the weirdest place you've made whoopee?" <laughs> you know, that means I know what that means. Yes. Yes, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell mine too. Oh, like in general, not with yeah, you. Not with me. It could be with anybody. Um, it's a general because we definitely have not had sex anywhere. I was like, but man, at home. So we have nothing. Like yeah, 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 yeah. just at home. Just but, at home. But like in your whole dating. Well, life. you know, I'm from the south, and there's a lot of outdoors activities. Yeah. So um, the hood of a car. <laughs> See, I've never gotten to experience that, that since I lived that? in New York City since '87. Well, I'm trying to get you to move outside of the city, <laughs> and then you know we can find all the cars you want. All right. We should probably own the cars, though. Anyway. <laughs> uh, nothing too crazy. I think, like, uh, at a beach one time, we snuck on in this beach called Lido Beach. It's in New York, but it's, like, not open to the public. Um, but there's, like, a way to get through it. And then my, my, my boy, Fook John, it, you say, oh, Matt, no. yeah, his name is, he's from, uh, he's Fukanese. That's, like, a certain kind of Chinese. And he used to be as skinny as me. He moved to Colorado, and he just became a giant. Like, he was on wrestling, and, you know, maybe he's on them stims, you know what I mean? But um, just think Mike Tyson, but Chinese. He has the voice. He's like <laughs> There's a story that people tell me. He went to Dwayne Reed, and he was trying to buy syringes. And he just puts these syringes on the counter. He goes, I want to buy 
buy 20 syringes. <laughs> anyway, this guy, Fook John, he drives to the beach, right? And it was like, you know, we do the beach thing and then like there was a shower and then like me and, and my ex at the time, like we just, we didn't even like do it that long. It was kind of weird, man. You Gotta know? tell you, that sounds awful to any female that's listening. What? There's certain places in your body you don't want to No, sand. but it was at the shower though. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what All I mean? Right, so like enough. it was at the showers and no yeah, one was this, around. This whole fantasy that guys have about yeah. doing things on the beach, nah, no girl I'm has not, that fantasy. You know, no? I'm a pretty Mm-mm. boring, I'm pretty vanilla now, you know? Like those wild days are over, yo. They I'm almost 40 and shit. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for that, Super Steel Steve. You got that out of us. You're welcome. You know, and and maybe I got head in an elevator one time. That's probably the only other thing. (laughs) Uh, Big Red EDC. All right. This is going to be some wholesome questions now because Big Red is my homie, a very wholesome guy. Um, We love him here on EDCC. What is Ray's most endearing quality? So, Ray, as most of you know, is um, quite the personality, but he has a really good sense of knowing when something is actually wrong. So, Like when I do something wrong? No, or? just in, in general with me. Like, I'll actually say, so the thing that most people don't know is that you're very logical. So there are times where you just don't have Feelings, Capricorn. Yep, just super just cold, logical. Very cold and logical. And if I say, "Hey, I really need empathy right now, and I need you to stop and listen to me," he will actually do it. And that is a very hard quality to find in somebody. I'm like Spock from Star Trek. I'm half Vulcan and I'm half human, so I can be empathetic, okay, but most of the right. time, I'm a robot. Most of the time, yeah. And you call it the robot, the yeah. robot, the robot, yeah. yeah. You know, that's definitely so. how I am. No, I just, you know what it is. I think I learned how to do that. Uh, probably like being with you, I, I was always too cold. You know, in my previous relationships, but with you, I kind of just learned like, yeah, something is off right now. But you know, even though you don't say anything, I'm like, well, but I better at first go I did see say what's things. going. On. Yeah, yeah, like so, I better go see what's going on. She's yeah, <laughs> and then like that, I just turned you around. You're like crying. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> I, but I think that that's the difference is, is that yeah. Ray and I both come from different backgrounds. So, Ray, you've always been in relationships. You've yeah. been in very long relationships. And I've been chronically single for 32 years until I met you. So it's easy for me to say, hey, this is what I need. And yeah. the the best part about our relationship is, is that we both will make that balance. So we kind of match each other. So when you need something, I kind of rise to that occasion. And when I need something, you rise to the occasion. Holy crap. Is this a, is this, is this a new dating podcast? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, uh, is Ray always this funny? He thinks he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easiest thing Wait to do. Wait a minute. Okay, so let me tell you a fun story. Okay. The fun okay, story is that um, Ray thinks he's a comedian and he only listens to comedians and he listens to all these podcasts by comedians but I'm actually pretty funny and whenever I make a joke he'll immediately go... <laughs> Babe, no. Hey, sometimes I think you're hilarious, <laughs> some of the things. And okay? I'm like, you know what? I'm really funny. Like, I'm funny. You laugh. I didn't say that you weren't. <laughs> there are some times when I'm just like, just oh, dying absolutely laughing sometimes. Oh, hates like, my dad jokes, though. You know, I love dad jokes. I love dad, dad jokes. Dad jokes are my favorite. Just not yours. <laughs> <laughs> just not So, yours. like, I'm not always funny then. 
<laughs> no, but he's he's pretty funny. Yeah, but my family is like that though, right? Everyone's kind of cracking jokes and I will say this, it's more all. amusing to watch him try to be funny than anything else. I bomb he, a lot. He does, but yeah, he still goes for it. And that's a very endearing trait. Like if I'm going to make a tweet that's kind of like dark, you know, because I, I love dark comedy. That's my favorite. He does, yes. So, you know, things like, just, just really dark stuff like, gonna go outside, you know, run into a bus today, ha ah, like stuff like that, like, you know, that's the kind of shit that I like, that's why I love Tim Dillon, because yeah. he does social commentary about politics and, uh, you know, corona, whatever's going on, and he makes it, like, funny, but, like, dark, you know, I love that. Well, I think the thing about Tim Dillon is, is that he also is pretty well educated yeah and when he he speaks his jokes are funny because they have this backing to it Mm -hmm. which can be very overwhelming at times so sometimes he just takes something that people have said that they've speculated and he just blows it completely out of proportion and it's hilarious yeah and he is much funnier than some of your other comedians that you watch oh oh yeah you know he is my favorite though he is my favorite he's wonderful so the last question from Big Red is what what is it like seeing New York so empty it's, um, you know, I don't think that it's different because I've been in New York where it's like, you know, it's Sundays, it's quiet, there's not a lot of people around. The difference is, is the feeling of it, of feeling like when I was out on Monday and I was going to work, it was knowing that everybody feels uncomfortable. So you see everybody kind of distancing themselves and, you know, everybody's, we're all on high alert um, and I think that that's what's really uncomfortable about the city right now being as empty as it is. Yeah, for me, man, on Sunday I went to work and uh, this is the first time I saw three train cars, the two next to mine and my car completely empty for like until I got to like maybe 42nd Street Grand Central, that's which is several. Stops. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's long stops and there's usually a lot of people coming in, which is really weird. And, and you know, I, I've mentioned this in videos and podcasts before. It, it feels weird, man, you know, yeah. um, being uh, well, I mean, technically, according to the government, I'm a Pacific Islander now since I'm from Manny Pacquiao country, the Philippines. Congratulations. But, um, you know, I'm still Asian. I'm a Southeast Asian, Pacific Asian. Um and it's weird the way people yeah. look at me, man, you know, because I usually wear my glasses when I'm outside. You know, you're wondering, I, I can tell people are side eyeing me and like wondering if I'm Asian or if I'm like Latino. And, you know, and I want to tell them like, look, I'm kind of a little bit of both. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, but they're definitely looking at me and kind of acting different towards me. No one wants to stand next to me. Things like that. I haven't even been out of the country in dumb long, dude. You know what I'm saying? It's so, a tough time. Yeah, that's kind of just the weird thing is the atmosphere is really odd. Yeah, it's it's definitely a weird time. I think one of the only other times that I could kind of compare it to was uh, Y2K. I left home officially for the first time. I was like 18, you know, packed my bags and moved to Jersey right before Y2K hit. And there was no one, yo. There was no one out at all. Um, but the vibe was different again. It, it was kind of like, is the world going to end because this Y2K bug or whatever? But nothing happened. But this time something's actually happening. That's the weird thing. Yeah. Uh, this next question is from Mr. Old Man. What's the first thing you'd do if you became queen of the world? Ooh. Gonna, the, the everyone absolute. does jazz hands? <laughs> 
I'd get a I'd get a golden retriever puppy. <laughs> <laughs> She's been dying thing. to get that pup. One yo. day I'm gonna have a golden Watching retriever. Watching Joe Rogan's puppy, Marshall. It's, oh, I'm uh, obsessed with Marshall. I yeah. mean, really, I have a good reason for wanting a golden retriever puppy. So you know, I mean, I grew up next to a golden retriever, and I I want a golden retriever because of that, but also because I had major back surgery when I was 12, and I was in the hospital. I wasn't doing well. Like I did not. It was very painful, and I cried a lot. And on the third day, they wanted me to get up and walk, and I just couldn't do it. I was in, oh, I was a mess. And they brought in a golden retriever, um, and that was it. I was like, screw it. I got to play with the dog. And I got up, and I walked, and I want this golden retriever because I want to train it, and I want to be able to take it to hospitals, and I want to give that same thing back to other people. Plus, I think a golden would be the best fit with, like, the boys, you know, like Frankie and Robbie. Well, and golden retrievers do great with rag dolls, and just they're wonderful dogs, and I just want to be able to pay it forward. I've never had one, so I know they're awesome I mean I, well, I, had, I had the best setup I when I was a kid my neighbors owned a golden and they would feed the dog they'd take care of her and then she came to my house and she'd wait on the back porch for me to play with her so all I did as a child was I went and I played with her and I played with her and I played with her and I loved her her name was Echo mm-hmm. and that will be the name of my golden retriever because she was the best dog ever I mean she really was wonderful and so one day if I was queen the first thing would be as a golden retriever. <laughs> I can't believe that's the first thing. I thought it was going to be something like I would force prisoners to like dance musicals like they do in the Philippines. No. Like they'll do Thriller. Like you ever Ooh. seen those videos of the Filipino? Like a flash mob of prisoners. Yeah. yeah, they do that in the Philippines. They make you like do dances and shit. <laughs> like I thought that's what I it mean, would no, be. I mean, no, no. The, the first thing, because it, it has to be the first thing. Okay. The first thing that's I would the, do. Okay, so that is the first that thing. That would be the first thing that I would do. Everything puppy. beyond that. Puppy. Puppy. First thing first I would thing. do. Puppy. Then I would fix things, you know? <laughs> uh also, uh, what do you think of me having so many knives? Like, is that, does that like bother when I, you? So is when it, I first saw the knife collection, I was like, this is a bit excessive. Um, but then we got this organizer and it's like, all right, cool. I remember Not when I first told you like, oh yeah, I'm a YouTuber. I, I only had like maybe th- 400, maybe 500 subs at that time. Yeah. And you you were like, why folding knives? I mean, <laughs> well, it's so funny because on our first date and you're like, and I do YouTube and I review folding knives. And like, what the hell do you say to that? You're like, why? <laughs> like, how do you, how does one get in? What do yeah. you do with these? I cut boxes. Yeah. What kind of, conversation are we having right now <laughs> do you, you kind of get it a little more now though oh, since I you've like played with a bunch i mean look our first date was it's, a it's bit like a weird, different quality though yeah. right i mean when you see the knives that now you've i seen see them before, and i'm like this is really cute yeah and then i'm like hey th- you want to see what 365 dollars feels like and then i give you this crazy thing from russia and you're like what the fuck and like, i'm like man this is cool texture yeah you know what i mean so like i said i still don't understand a lot of it you're like this is 300 cent, and i'm like i don't know what you that know means. you know what's funny is like neither do i like I, I have a marginally like more um, intelligence knife intelligence when it comes to the whole thing than you do because I really have not learned much. You know, I really have not learned much. I'm 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 as passionate about it as the next guy, but I definitely have not you learned are pat- much. But you know, that's I think what makes it endearing is yeah. is the fact that you know at first you go, well, why why is that your hobby? 
But then when you see that somebody cares about it and I saw the effort and the, the work that you put mm-hmm. in and, you know, you're not violent because, of course, the first person, the first thing that you think of when somebody says, I review folding knives yeah. is you go, it's like, you jacking fools, yo. Are you psycho? You know what I'm saying? Are you, you know? going to kill me in your sleep? <laughs> or in my sleep? <laughs> so, wait. So, anyways, no, that was, it's seeing that it is a harmless love and a true passion is just, you know cool yeah you know i think it's weird um when i think about if my skills as uh running this channel would translate like going out and freelancing and it really doesn't man like it really doesn't like i am getting better at this stuff right and you know i I definitely got my flow going you know i don't have to work as hard because things just come so naturally now i know what the people who watch this channel want and um man the supporters have definitely stepped up you know i gotta thank everybody who's done that i'm gonna forget names i'm sure you know bob b um Mild Mannered EDC, you know, Blade Brigade NY, um, Mark from Me With Knives, Seems Logical, probably the best commenter on YouTube. Um, If I forgot some names, you know, I'm really sorry, but I'm definitely thinking of you because you are the people who has kept me wanting to do this channel, man. You know, because as you know, I'm not making any money of this, out of this. I've kind of been fighting with myself if I'm going to monetize or not, or if I'm going to do Patreon, Um, you know, because if I monetize, I might not be able to show you some of the cool things, like cool clips that I normally do, you know? So I got to think about it like that. Um, and I'm thinking about it, but I, the reason why I keep doing it is not for the money. I clearly love making videos and, you know, seeing what people think about it. That's, but I'd that's, like to, to point out that the, the actual term that you just said, <laughs> that you don't, you figured it out so you don't have to work as hard as you used to. Mm-hmm. You, you work just as hard, just in a completely different way. Correct. So it used to be finding the right lighting Mm. and figuring out, you know, what looks best where. And that was really what you focused on and how to put these videos together. And now it's just naturally coming to you. But you're working harder than you were when we first started dating. I think it's more personality driven, the channel now. Less uh, emphasis on a lot of editing. Although I do edit still, it's more like personality driven and me connecting with the people that watch it, which I like way more you know right. people asked for you to be on thanks guys. you know what i'm saying like people asked for you to be on you know congratulations came when you uh, proposed to me you know let's talk about that first a little <laughs> bit actually right okay so you know how did you go about like thinking of doing this like declaration of love as they say okay well we've had multiple conversations about you know life together and what we want and where we're going And um, leap years are special years, especially if you're Irish. Uh, So, you know, if you know anything about a leap year, it's the one time that women are allowed to propose. Like the 29th is kind of that special day where you can if you want. And I just thought that it would be great. So I kind of, we joked around and you'd, you've always said, you know what, I'm so busy doing all of my stuff and I'm, I'm probably gonna forget to propose. So if it's something that you uh, wanna do, then you better do it yourself, right? And you'd always joke and then you'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy with the fingerless yeah, gloves. <laughs> <laughs> you ask me to marry you. <laughs> right, and so those all those little things added up and I just decided it was actually about a week and a half before I was like you know what 
like, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to back out. And so I called my parents and I was like, look, this is what I'm going to do. I just want you to know in advance. My mom and dad were both like, all right, (laughs) cool. Did you think it through? Awesome. Like, you know, my mom's like, well, your dad's a little sad that, you know, Ray isn't going to be asking him for his blood. And I was like, look, 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 relax. Like, we're, it's going to be a while before we get married. It's kind of like a a long engagement, if you will. Yeah, I think and people don't understand. Um, they ask me, like, when are you going to get married? I'm like, no, I think she was just trying to let me know. Like, yo, this is where I'm at, you know, and it'd be cool if yeah. you're here. And I'm like, well, yeah. Well, the thing is, is first off, um, you know, it's hard to get married if you're broke. So <laughs> I just changed jobs and Ray just changed jobs. And, you know, it's it's a struggle right now to do with basic living. And there's not a reason to run out and to spend thousands of dollars for a declaration for other people to, you know, come and celebrate us when we celebrate us every day. Yeah. You know, like, I don't believe in Valentine's Day, even though. Yeah, you know, that, that kind of sucks for me. But, you know, I, I get don't over believe it. in it because I think you should be. <laughs> kind to each other every day but we do we put so much time and and effort into each other at least you know and I always harp I give her that one day the rest of the week is for you guys just letting you know that rest of the week for you guys to be fair Saturday I make you give me like 10 minutes a day Saturday yes queen that's what happens (laughs) yeah yes queen and I just hit the mic right there yeah there you go so I just decided that we were gonna do it and um so How I did you told do you, it? I told you that I was gonna take you out. Yes. So I said we're gonna we're gonna go out. I get to plan the day. We went to. Yeah, I didn't burgers. think anything of that. He okay, thought nothing. Of she it. was like, "Oh, I'm gonna plan something on Saturday," and I'm like, "Okay, you know," because in my mind, I'm like, "Oh, I don't have to think about what to do. Yeah, I'm just gonna follow along." Yeah, and so I thought, you know what? I really liked that little ambiance and this little burger bar joint that we went. Yeah, and it had almost like a beachy feel to it. And so we, uh, you happen to be like, I'd really like to have um, food at that place. And I was like, ironic, I'm taking you there. (laughs) So we go and everything's great. We finish there and then we um, go to the coffee shop across the street. Lalo. Lalo. Yeah, L E L O. Not Lalo, you know, like a G. Like L E L O. A little fancier. And so you're like, oh my God, I'm so full. And I was like, good, we'll take some chocolate covered strawberries. And you're like, why would you do that? First of all, she was getting dressed up mad hard, right? (laughs) Like like wearing like such nice stuff, and I'm like wearing what I normally. This is how I dress all the time. Yes. I wear like a black jacket, black jeans, some kind of printed tee or something. Yep. And I either tie my hair or I wear this, a hat, you know. And ironically, so every day I'm like that. Yeah. You know? My cousins had hit us up. My cousin and my aunt and said, "Hey, we're going to be in town." And do you guys want to have dinner that night? So I had already planned all this stuff. And then they were coming into town. So it, it gave me an in to convince you to look nice. So the <laughs> whole time that I dressed up, he thought I was dressing up for my family. Yeah. And I was like, so I'm wearing this cute dress and I got this coat on over it. And I'm like, wear your cashmere sweater that you got for <laughs> like, Christmas. Uh, and he's like, why would I do that? So like, okay. these strawberries come out and we're sitting in this like kind of isolated little bar by the window and uh, I just was like you know we gotta talk there's something's on my mind we gotta talk about something and I was like this I was like, fuck, I'm in trouble. Like, I did some shit. Because, like, me, you know, I'm a robot. Like, I don't know if I've done something. And then sometimes she'll just be like, you know, that was kind of fucked up what you did. And then I'll apologize for it, you know? Yes, that happens. Um, And I was like, what did I do? And then I was like, what, do you want to marry me or something? I was joking, because I always joke around about that. And she was like... I just literally said, yes, I do. So, will you marry me? 
And dude, I, let me tell you right now, I was, I was waiting for the punchline, right? I was like, is is this punk? Is Ashton Kutcher gonna come out right now? Have I become a celebrity? Because I was waiting for the punchline to happen. Like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I just got you a ring. Like that, but no, it didn't come. So I was, I was kind of nervous myself, you know, to put in that situation, and I was like, sure, <laughs> just like yeah. I just put the ring on, you know. It was a sweet moment and all that. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's uh, that was his answer. Sure, and I was like, yep. <laughs> Let's be true to form. <laughs> but that's us. We're laid back and we laugh about stuff and we have a good time. There you go, you know, man. It didn't need to be sweet. Like, <laughs> And then I had dancers come out and throw roses at your face. <laughs> oh, that would have been dope, though. But, you know. He would have been so embarrassed. Yeah. Imagine, like, all my friends were there. JT's like, hello out there. Congratulations. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> all right. Let's go it's back. Not too late, JT. Let's go back to the questions. Uh, we got a couple of more. Mild Mannered EDC, thank you, by the way, for sending the Firm Forge exec. Uh, he sent that in. These are the questions from him. Uh, what hobbies do you pursue? Let's see. What are my hobbies besides working out? So that is my main hobby, but now also my uh form of income so i don't know if that's still a hobby hobby i like to play the ukulele sometimes dude so, you have no idea well, this this is my face when she was like hey i'm gonna learn how to play the ukulele and i'm like this <laughs> like what <laughs> out of all the instruments dude i'm a tiny person you know? it's, it's only fitting that i you have a what? tiny that guitar sense. that makes sense actually man because a big guitar would be like taller than all right me. but think about it so i'm small i like the ocean the and it's actually a ukulele yeah is from hawaii right so it has that kind of tropical feel to it it all ties together interesting so, <laughs> i like that i like singing um yeah kelly's a singer that's one of the yes. things that I like to do. She's a singer. Um, and I like to, on karaoke. I like to cook. I do, I'm not... And you're f- into Borderlands now. And I like Borderlands. Which is um, awesome. I just like being outside, in all honesty. So <laughs> if I can be outside, I'm happy. Or I stand at the window and longingly stare out. Uh, the next question is, what's her background? You can perceive that as you wish. I don't know what... Um, I don't know what that really... So I am from Raleigh, North Carolina, originally. I moved here 10 years ago. So she's um, pretty much jaded New Yorker now. I'm kind of. Mm-hmm. I am very, I'm a very good 50-50. I can survive in the city and I dream of being outside of the city. When I'm outside of the city, I dream about being in the city. I'm pretty 50-50. I have a degree in acting, which I do not use. That is insane. Yes, that. I have a bachelor's degree in acting. That's crazy, right, guys? Yes. So there is, um, you know, if you want to talk about probably not well-chosen um, degree to have, you know, I am thinking about where I'm going to go, which may be another. So if I decide to go back to school, it'll be in health and fitness. But as to backgrounds, I was very outdoors related when I was a kid. I like kayaking. I like being outside, hiking in the city. I like walking through the city. All cool shit. Yeah. I, mean, I would totally love to do any of that. Yeah. Although I am deathly afraid of swimming. Although I do swim. Uh, I drowned, like almost drowned when I was a little kid. And I always tell you guys I watch Jaws way too early. Yeah. So any body of water that I'm in, 
and I have to submerge myself, including a large bathtub, I always think a shark is going to get me. Yes, or a crocodile I, um, or something. I don't swim in pools at night, but that's, that's also... That's fucking scary. That's also because, uh, you that's know, animals scary. fall into mm-hmm. pools and, um, <laughs> you know... That's uh, just one of those things that kind of freak me out. <laughs> also, like I was on like a rowboat on a lake uh, upstate New York at nighttime and like looking down in the water. We took a glow stick and then we threw it in the lake to go all the way down. And you can just see this bright thing go. And then like I was imagining like a shadowy figure would just like like swipe it and shit. I was like, yo, let's go back. And, and then all of a sudden you saw, what is it, Betty White feeding the large croc in Lake Placid. And you were like, we got to get out of here. Um, Let's see. Does the public nature of what you do bother her? Well, you answer that kind of, it does not, right? No. Not anymore. Eh. Okay. And uh, favorite embarrassing race story? Huh. I I know my favorite uh, embarrassing thing with you. Okay. You don't have one? I'm going to think of one. Okay. Mine is... um, I don't know what we did before. We were in the bedroom. I was definitely in my underwear, right? Okay. I don't know if we just woke up from sleeping or something or, you know, we were slapping skins or whatever. I don't remember, really, because my memory is just terrible. But I put my foot down on the ground (laughs) and I feel something squishy, right? And I'm like, what the f... And then I'm bare feet. I have have bare feet. I don't have socks on or anything. I look at my feet, yo. And there was just cat shit, like, all over my feet. And my reaction was just this, literally. Ah! 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 She's like, are you okay? She's laughing. Ah! Ah! And I made her wash my foot, yo, in the bathtub. And that was, like, early on in our relationship. That's probably my favorite. It was hilarious, you know. I I, I wasn't like that upset by it but I just you know made the screams <laughs> to make a memory that was fucking so funny I think though. that you were waking up in the morning yeah I remember I wasn't I was just like in yeah. boxer briefs you know that's what I remember no you had a shirt on I did yeah I was like yeah. ah I had to like hop yeah to the bathroom. I had no idea what had happened all that I know is all of a sudden he's holding his foot and screaming and then I saw the shit all over yeah. the place that was so funny um do you have one? No, I don't feel like I have many. Do we have many embarrassing stories? Not really. Stories? I don't think so. I think that was one that we I had think, together that was pretty good. I mean, that one was uh, Our life is boring, Hilarious. Yeah. But great. But I mean, it's not necessarily <laughs> that. It's that we, I just don't know that I've been super embarrassed. Yeah. I don't know. I'm too cool, man. That's, yeah, if I think of something, I'm coming back to it. <laughs> um, the last uh, question is from my homie Daily Carry Solutions. Um, he said, LOL, yes, how do you deal? I don't know what that means. I think he means how do you deal with me? Yes, that would be what I would take yeah. it as. Uh, you know, it's a day at a... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. That's hilarious. Um, no, really, it's... Um, Ray and I have a good type of relationship because both of us have our own things going on. And so we kind of just meet up and it's like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And then we both kind of support each other and keep going. You know, we have we make enough time for each other each week. Um, If I don't get enough time, I complain and he stops what he's doing because he doesn't want to hear me complain. Yeah. So that is definitely the reason. Yes. 
You know, yeah. every time if she gets upset ever, which she doesn't get upset that much at me, no. I'm always like, what is going to make you happy? That's what we're doing. All right. Because <laughs> I want out of this with that. Whatever's going on right now, I want out of this, you know, because I always want things to be tranquil. You know, I'm, I'm a logical dude, man. So I always he says logical, but, you know, yeah. it's, it's his logic. So like I always want to find a, a solution male, right away. Yeah. But yeah. you have a male dominated logic. Really? Which is not if the females do not see that as logical. We see it as um, black or white or right or wrong is another way to say it. Yep. And you're just like, nope, this is the logical side. <laughs> and I always just go, yeah, all right, cool. That's the logical so you just, side. That's so, how you deal with me then. Yeah, just, you know, that, in all honesty, we, we don't have any, we really don't fight a lot. Even when we don't agree on something, we talk it out and then you'll go, God, I don't know why we're fighting about this. And yeah. it'll be like a normal conversation where I'll be Pretty like... Pretty boring. I'm just kidding. This is, this is what I think. And you'll be like, this is what I think. And then you'll go, I hate that we're fighting about this. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What? What yep. do you mean fighting? Like anytime there's tension, I'm like, yeah, why are you fighting with me? She's like, I just asked you a question. <laughs> no, we really don't have... I've been in relationships where like things were really volatile and yeah. we would like scream at each other. You know, yeah. like threats of calling cops on each other, like crazy shit, yeah. like stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's nothing even close to that. Not even a yeah. fraction of that has happened. I think that we've... It's very tranquil. We've yelled maybe at each other one time. Yeah, ever. I think you were like, go fuck yourself one Yeah, time. <laughs> I did say that. One time I was like, go fuck yourself. I think that was like And that's maybe when you know that I'm really... Two and a half months into the relationship, yeah. maybe. Yeah, especially if you I know. emphasize the word now. fuck, that's when you yeah. know that you've done something wrong. <laughs> She's saying it like she was all tough, but she was like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, but there was still an emphasis on fuck. <laughs> uh, the next thing is, are things quiet over there? And I, I, I guess we talked about this already. Um, you know, things are quiet in New York City, man. But we keep moving on. We keep chugging along. And uh, I'm going to keep making more content. I've got two unboxings to do, and um, we can also kind of do podcasts throughout yeah. the weeks, you know? Uh, you I'm know, okay. It's not like I'm doing anything now. If you guys have, like, suggestions, you want us to talk about a topic together, if you like this sort of uh, format that we have, I find it really fun to have a person guest on the show like in person I'm sure you guys have noticed the uptick in audio and video quality even though I have a guest because I've figured it out dudes I've figured it out we got the two mics you know I probably just need another mic stand for Kelly and we got the two headphones we got Not everything that tall. I'm okay <laughs> <laughs> you know but it's just better and uh, I wouldn't mind just touching on a topic that you guys would want maybe a quick 15 minute thing um, totally down for that uh, before we oh yeah yeah you know um, let's talk about Beastars so there's a okay. show on Netflix. Um, I've slowly been introducing Kelly to anime, right? Mm -hmm. um, fellow nerds, okay? Fellow anime nerds, you you know, even video game nerds, you gotta introduce them slowly, okay? I remember we, we were at this anime party at a nightclub. 
very weird event, but cool because I get to be with my fellow nerds. I am a cool nerd, I feel. Wait, we were? We were there, yes, with JC, remember? That wasn't an anime party. It was. Was that an anime party? Yeah, it was. um, I thought it it was like a Comic-Con-ish. It was a Comic-Con-ish, but there was a lot of anime characters there. There were a lot of them, Nerds have won, you know? I mean, we. this is our time. But I asked people what is like the first anime that I should show her. And dude, some of these answers were like fucking so out there. Like, show her Naruto for the first time. Like, she's not going to get that. She's not going to get that. You know, and um, people are like, show her Gundam Wing. I'm like, no, she's not going to get robots fighting in space. But this this show, Beastars, it's on Netflix right now. I've been dying to watch this show, okay? Just imagine a world... Where animals are the ruling class. I don't. I don't. Haven't seen a human in it yet. I don't think human yeah. beings exist. They are walking on, you know, the two legs upright. They are different classes of carnivores, prey animals, herbivores, things like that. And um, carnivores can't eat like actual living. You can't even eat meat. Actually, they yeah. can eat. They can eat eggs and stuff. And that's like one of their favorites. But it's 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 like a high school drama basically, mm-hmm. except they're animals. So when a kid, right, uh, this kid Lagoshi, right, who that's the main character, he's like a gray wolf, tall, very powerful, right, you know, likes another girl. He gets these teenage feelings within him. But he also has to worry about the animal side, like, he can smell her, he can, like, sense what she's feeling, but he doesn't know what he's feeling himself, and that was sort of the anime that took me by surprise that Kelly was gonna like, because we finished that shit in, in like, two and a half, three days. There's only 12 episodes, they're only 22 minutes each, if you wanna get into an anime... That's it, man. What did you think about it? I mean, it was a lot of fun. They they did a really good job blending like the animal side with with making mm-hmm. it so that it wasn't super weird. Like you're watching it and you're going, "All right, that's a deer, yeah. but he has five fingers, <laughs> yeah. right? He has a hand." Yeah. And like you know, lions have hands, but they yep. make like the wolves with the hands with long nails, yep. like, right? And so you they gave human characteristics to each of these animals, which made it very interesting to watch and it was very um captivating it was definitely weird right well it was weird but like the animation it was weirder than i did i didn't find it it weird at all no no i liked that i liked it about it like it was an odd way of just telling this story also like the animation is some of the best that you're gonna see for a 12 episode anime show i really urge people who have never watched anime before right to maybe try this one out if you like drama it's not it's it's like an adult version of zootopia if it took place in like high school and and there's blood and people get bitten and shit in it you're dealing uh, with like actual teenage emotions but then how would they be if it was a animal mm-hmm. on top of it I thought it was a really interesting show I mean it yeah. was really captivating I really we liked it we couldn't get enough of it man. there were certain you know? people that I was like I don't like her personality yeah. <laughs> like I the way care. they portrayed how a wolf identifies smells it was like different colors and he was taking it in and then they would show the inside of his brain how it's acting up right just like the way that they did the animation is some of the best I've seen this year man and yeah. y- you, if you 
want something that you're gonna want I, I didn't even know why I liked it because I don't like these high school drama type shows yep. you know but they gave me just enough of these animal instincts like yeah. like oh man he could really kill that person you know what I mean he could lose it and kill that person like they gave me enough of that that I just wanted to keep watching it man yeah you know we finished it like in three days yeah it was really I, I really enjoyed it um, before we head out I'm gonna take these knives that I put aside here and yeah. I think people will like this Oh no! There were a lot of knife questions um, with with uh, the submissions and stuff. So we're gonna have you try and flip these knives and just see which one you like the best. Maybe talk a little bit about each one. You've seen some of them, okay? All right. So I know that I like this one. So this one is, and I can't even get she it to flip. The, there, there you go. go. That is the Steel Will Kobold that was given to me by Slicey Dicey. Um, do you like that one? I this remember one is one of my favorites. Yeah, if I carried knives, I would probably carry this one. And that's just because it is so small, so it doesn't look huge in my hand if I needed to use it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not as likely to cut myself, although I still am pretty likely <laughs> to cut myself. So this one is the QSP Penguin, just two-hand opening it because it's really yeah. hard to open. That's what I'd say. This I remember one is you, beautiful. Mm-hmm, this was anodized by... Any Anything knife related on Instagram or Brian Wallace on YouTube. So in case anybody's wondering about this knife specifically, it has a blade on one side and then not a blade on another side. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, this is one of the new ones that you haven't seen yet. Uh, you could just slow roll it. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm if you gonna... want. That is the QSB Ooh. Penguin with denim micarta. I mean, it's what really What do you cool like about again. it? You like it? I mean, yeah. This is first off. I like the the bla- the blade shape. The sheep's is very foot or Warncliffe, I think. Very yummy. Is that what you said? It's unique. I oh, I thought she said it's very yummy. yummy. I want to eat it. It's a very interesting blade shape. And then the liner but lock is right there. The That's denim. her being a YouTuber. It's a very interesting blade shape. It's a very interesting blade shape. <laughs> the denim is just stunning. On oh this. my god. But I don't like the clip. It doesn't go deep enough. Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> that is not what I sound like. Don't like the pocket clip, bro. That's me. And this is, you got to be very careful with this one. This is a custom knife factory. All right, well, let it go. More five. Sent in by Bob B. Bob B. Ooh, one try. Yeah, so how did how does that one feel, the action, compared to the other three? This one feels light, ironically, and it's so big. Yeah, but, but it how was the action? It's it like smooth, the right? It opens the best, yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, I can't say that. The other two weren't. It opens the best, careful. Watch you know, your one cool thing that I really like about this is if you look at the carbon fiber and the mm. titanium, the ridges line up. They do. That's so fucking hard. Because they have to cut this separately from this. Really? Yes. That's why this is $365. Even the back, everything lines up. Yeah, it does. So there's just Very a lot nice. of cool things. Out of these four, which do you like the best well, for you? obviously, I'm tiny. I like the tiny one <laughs> She the went best. with the steel wheel cobalt. I can't help it, guys. I'm small. That's hilarious. I mean, how stupid would I look walking around with this? I mean, this is for somebody with a big hand, right? Like, <laughs> I would definitely not walk around with this. Um, well, that, I, and we would, of course, be arrested yeah, immediately. I, you know, it's, it's just too big, but... But I, I'm a fan of these kinds of knives, you know? It's like I understand their place in the industry because you... When you've played with so many knives, like most knife guys do, right? And you flip one of these, you're like, okay, I can see why that is so expensive. You know, and while I couldn't afford something like this, you know, props to Custom Knife Factory, man. Because this is like absolutely amazing. It feels good in the hand, everything. I'm going to do more videos about it. But yeah, so the Steel Wheel Kobold (laughs) wins the show. (laughs) If that 
one <laughs> Thank had, you, Slicey Dicey. <laughs> if that one had this coloring, I yeah. would be in heaven. Steel will work on that, get a titanium version so we can get it anodized, and then she will carry that. <laughs> and then I'll carry it, and yeah. I don't know what for. I'm going to be like, hey, you need to cut that box? You need to cut that box, bro? I've got a knife. Is, are those resistance bands not untying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At Equinox? Right. Yeah. So. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I certainly had fun doing this. Me too. Um, it was very easy. I think there was a little bit of hesitation in the beginning because, you know, my, I, I know my girl, yeah. She's not used to being on camera, but she does really appreciate it when, you know, you guys just say, like, I hope Ke- felt Kelly feels better and things like that I during do. her whole surgery. I do tell her what you guys say and, um, you know, that you you guys love having her on. So if you are a fan of this kind of format, just, you know, just shout me out in the comments or yeah. DM me on Instagram, email me at everydaycitycarry@gmail.com, tweet me, EDC, carry, TikTok me, whatever you want, you know, just to tell me like, hey, you know, it'd be cool if you and Kelly talked about this. That would be one yeah. thing I think that you guys would like. But we are going to close out right now. Uh, this is the EDCCP. That's Everyday City Carry Podcast. It's Ray and Kelly saying Same peace. peace. <laughs> Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.